lot of y'all come in right after work, and I appreciate it. I know you're tired and wore out, but I tell you what, when we're through tonight, you're going to be glad you came. I know it's rough on Wednesday night, and it's difficult. You've got to get your sleep and everything, but I'm glad to know that Jesus is here, and he will help us. Amen? Acts chapter 1, verse number 4. If you found your spot, say amen. We are looking at the last looking of the disciples at Jesus before he leaves. Uh, how many of you have ever left home and gave some last-minute instructions to your kids or you received some last-minute instructions from your parents? And they meant it, amen? And, and this is what we are seeing. We are seeing the disciples. They have received the Great Commission. They have received instruction from the Lord. And now he is going up. He's fixing to leave them, and he's giving them last-minute instructions on what they are to accomplish. They are disciples. They were in a three-and-a-half-year, three-and-a-third-year training period because they were followers of Christ. They were disciples. Now they are ambassadors of heaven. They are the representatives on earth to take the gospel to every creature. You're taking the gospel to every creature. Whether you're going to Africa or whether you're going across the street, it is every Christian's responsibility to take the gospel to every creature. Are y'all with me? Now, the Bible says in verse 4, And being assembled together with them, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, Ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord... Wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power, but ye shall receive power. Say it with me. But ye shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Now read this with me. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. That means everywhere. Say that with me everywhere and when he had spoken these things while they beheld he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight and while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up behold two men stood by them in white apparel which also said ye men of Galilee why stand ye gazing up into heaven this same Jesus which is taken from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven father thank you for your word Thank you for the sweet Holy Spirit that's in this place. Thank you for committed people who've worked and worked and worked and worked to make this mission project possible. And God, I am, I am so privileged. I am so honored to be able to do this service, to be able to preach this charge. And God, I pray that you'll fill me with that Holy Ghost we just read about. If I'm standing alone, it's a lonely place. Lord, I can't do this without you. I don't want to do this without you. I don't want to stand in my ability. I don't want to stand in my talent. I don't want to stand in my intellect. I want to stand behind the cross filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I pray that you'll move tonight in a great way. And Lord, we'll praise you and thank you for all that you've done. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Many times, many times in life, we get so caught up with life that we forget about our purpose. We get so caught up with our agenda. We get so caught up with our schedules. We get so caught up with things that we forget things that are important. I had, a, I had a list of things to do, a million things I had to get done. How many of y'all have started a day off and realized that when you looked at your list, you didn't have enough hours to get that list done? Say amen. 
Man, I tell you what, today was that kind of day, and I, I had a, a ton of stuff to get done, and we prayed early this morning. I said, oh, God, please help me get this stuff done. And, 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 and I went through it, and by the end of the day, I got everything done, and I was so excited and so jacked up about it. Man, we got this stuff knocked out. We got it done just to find out that I had forgotten something very important. Now, that happens in life. Sometimes we can get so caught up with our bills we can get so caught up with our problems. We can get so caught up with situations in our life that we forget our purpose. We forget why we are here. And uh, uh, Brother Sam asked me if he wanted all the team to sit together in one particular spot. And I got to thinking about it and I said, you know, it really doesn't matter because I'm not just charging the team. I'm charging the church. The body of Christ. Listen, the, the, those that have been called out, those that have been uh, chosen by God, those that have been saved, because if you have been saved, you're on the team. Whether you're going on the plane or not, you're on the team. Whether you cross the ocean or not, you're on the team. Whether you're helped by a rib, whether you're helped by a Boston butt, whether you're running in the race, it doesn't matter, you're on the team. What does that mean? What does that mean to be on the team? What does it mean? What did, what did it mean to the disciples here in this chapter? Man, this is a really a, an exciting chapter. When I look at this and see what, what God has showed me, I want you to write this stuff down fast because we really don't have as much time as we usually do. And, uh, and if we go over time, there will be people that's watching children that will be angry with us. Say amen. They won't be angry with you, but they'll be angry with me. Amen? So we gotta, we got to go through this quick. Number one, I want you to write this down. If you're taking notes, if you're not, just listen, whatever you want to do. Uh, but this is some things you need to understand about the disciples. Because when you understand this about the disciples, you're going to understand this pertains to you too. Instead of, instead of it's putting the disciples here, let's put us there. Put our name beside that. When we read this, this is us. This is our name. This is who we are. I titled this, Are We Gazing? Or are we blazing? Are we gazing or are we blazing? Number one, I want you to see this about the disciples and you and me. They were deputized. They were deputized. What does that mean? What does that mean? The word deputy, I looked it up. I, God was giving some of me this stuff and thoughts coming into my head, and I was trying to punch it on my phone, and, and I've got Webster's Dictionary on my phone, so I punched that in, and, 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 and the definition come up. Watch this definition. Deputy, the word deputy, a person appointed as a substitute with power and authority to act in the absence of the superior one there. Are you all with me? The one who is left has power and authority to act for the one who has left them there. Do you realize that Jesus came to this earth and he started something and left us behind to finish the job? We are ambassadors. What, what is the book of Luke? The book of Luke is the description of what Jesus did while he was here in his physical body, in his physical on this earth, doing the miracles, doing the, the things that he'd done. But the book of Acts is what Jesus is doing through the church and the power of the Holy Spirit. And you and I are the church. We have been deputized. I am a deputy. You are a deputy. You've been left behind. You've been challenged. Listen, uh, the, the, the second part of that definition, 
The second part of that definition, a second in command or an assistant who usually takes charge when his or her superior is absent. Jesus has gone on to glory. That's what he's trying to tell them here. He said, look, guys, I've got to go prepare you a place. John 14 says it well. He said, I'm going back to be with my father, and the reason I'm going back to be with my father is I go to prepare you a place, and if I go and prepare you a place, I will come again. But before I come again, you got a job to do. I'm leaving you in charge down here. Now watch this, three things, write this down. First, I want you to see, everybody here, I want you to see this, they were chosen. They were chosen. Guess what? You didn't pick it, he picked you. I've heard these people say, I found Jesus. Jesus wasn't lost, he found you. The Bible says this very clear, very clear. John 15, 16, ye have not chosen me. But I have chosen you and ordained you. I looked up that word ordained. It means to be placed, specifically placed. God doesn't make no accident. When he looked at the corner of Campground Road in 157, he knew this was a place for Malcolm Carter. And he chose me and ordained me and placed me here. I grew up in South Florida with coconuts, crab legs, and palm trees. But God had a place waiting on me, ordained for me. I went to school in South Carolina, but there was a place that was waiting on me. The whole time in my life, before I was ever born, God said in the womb, my, my God knew who I was. Was, and he had a plan and he ordained it and he chose me and I thank God that he counted me faithful putting me in the ministry seeing that I could do something for him it is a privilege and an honor to be chosen by God God chose them he said you didn't pick me you wasn't even looking for me I came looking for you I chose you and ordained you that ye should go forth and bring fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. Y'all are not going on a pleasure trip. You're not going on vacation. You're going to bear fruit. You're going to see fruit. You're going to see people come into the kingdom. You're going to see people encouraged. You're going to encourage pastors that wish to God they had stuff that we do over here and go take a little of this and go hope them. Say amen. Amen. I'm having fun. Amen. They were chosen. Not only that. Y'all going to love this one. They were challenged. They were challenged. Watch what Jesus says in John 14, 12. Verily, verily, get a grip on this one, Travis, get a grip on this one. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, who's talking? Who's talking? Jesus is talking. He's talking to you. He's talking to you. I know he's talking to disciples, but you're a disciple. Now watch what he says. He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Watch this. And... Y'all get that? The works that I do, you're going to do also, but you're going to do greater works. Now think about that. Man, what kind of challenge is that, Brother O'Neill? To know that we are here to do what Jesus did while he was here, but not just do what he did, but according to Jesus, he said greater works will we do. Let me ask you a question, missionaries. Are you? Are we doing greater works? Are we attempting the impossible? Are we asking God to let us step out in faith and do something that can't be done humanly speaking? 
He challenged them. He said, not only are you going to do what I did, but you're going to do greater things than I did because I'm going to send the Holy Ghost to be with you. He chose them. B, he challenged them. C, don't you see this? He commissioned them. Matthew 28. There's no doubt whatsoever what we're here on this planet to do. Jesus said in Matthew 28, 18. Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go, say it with me. Go ye, say it with me. Come on, say it with me. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. That's our job. That's our commission. See, a lot of Baptists have this all backwards. We go and get in our holy huddle and say, y'all come now. Y'all come. If y'all want, we have, uh, listen, uh, 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 that's, not, that's not biblical. To the sinner, Jesus always said, come. If you're hungry, come. I'm the bread of life. If you're thirsty, come. I'm the living water. If you're dead in your trespasses and in sins, come, because I am the resurrection and the life. If you are discouraged, distressed, or in despair, come, because I am life, and I have it more abundantly. Come, come to me, all ye that are searching, all ye that are heavy elated, all ye that are broke down, all ye that are looking for help, come to me, come to me. But to every saint, to every child of God, to every ambassador, to every Christian, to everyone that's born again, to every one of them, he always said, go teach them, go reach them, go love them, go help them, go tell them, go tell them what you got, go tell them what you received. Oh, y'all remember that, that demoniac running around in the graveyard? That's why I don't, that's why I don't go to them places, amen. New dude in a rude mood, amen. Didn't have no clothes on whatsoever. I mean, and, and this guy was crazy, full of demons. I mean, this, he, he, he had an issue. Are y'all with me? He had problems. And when he came to Jesus, when he came to Jesus, man, he was in his right mind. Because when you meet Jesus, it will always put you in your right mind, amen. And Jesus fixed him up. Jesus suited him up. Amen. He put some clothes on him. He was there. He was ready. He was thankful for what Jesus had done. And when it come time for Jesus to leave, he said, let me go with you. But Jesus said, uh-uh, you can't go with me. You've got to go and tell them. Go tell your friends. Go tell your family. Go tell everybody what good things that God has done for you. You can't go with me because you've got a job to do. You have been chosen and you have been commissioned and you have been challenged. You need to go tell somebody. And let me tell you something. If you won't go tell them across the street, you don't have no business going across the ocean. It's amazing to me, the prejudiced people in the church today. It's amazing to me, the hatred that's in the church today. It's amazing to me that the segregation that's in the church today. You don't want nobody that don't look like you. You don't want nobody that, act, that don't act like you. You don't want nobody that's different than you. And it's a shame to God we'll pay money to a missionary to go across the ocean to talk to black people, but we don't want them sitting in church with us on Sunday. I'm preaching. Amen. What are you saying to every creature? 
Jesus loves the little children, all the little children of the world, red and yellow, black and white. They're all precious in his sight. God didn't call me to be a skin winner. God called me to be a soul winner. Let's reach him. He challenged them. He commissioned them. We're to love everybody. We're to love sinners. We're to love different people. We're to love, listen, uh, people with sins that we don't even want to talk about. Are y'all with me? Some of us don't have no problem with, with, uh, with, with uh, people of color, but, but pe- uh, what about the homosexual crowd? Jesus died for them too. What about the crack addicts in the crack house? What about the murders in the prison? Well, I don't think we ought to talk. Hey, Paul was a murderer. Well, you didn't think he's going to get all that tonight, did you? challenged them he commissioned them so why are you saying all that because you need to know what you're in for because when you sign up with Jesus you sign your rights away to what you prefer and your prejudice and your preference amen I got to preach stuff I don't even like I got to preach stuff that steps on my toes amen Number one, I want you to see this. They were, come on now, three quarters of you done quit on me already. Number one, they were deputized. Number two, they were energized. Say it with me. They were, they were, I like this part. Jesus told the disciples, Jesus told the disciples, he said, he said, now look, I'm fixing to leave. I got to go back home. I got to prepare you a place in my father's house. I, I want to get back to John 14. Summer. I just love that chapter, amen. I got to go get y'all's place ready, but this is what I need you to do. And this is what he says. This is what I need you to do. I need you, I need you to go back to Jerusalem, and you need to hang out there. Don't go nowhere else. Hang out there till you are endued with power. Till you are endued with power. I looked up that word endued. It literally means to slip into a garment. In other words, in other words, as if you were putting on a power suit. How many of y'all, how many of y'all watched cartoons growing up? And and when when you was caught without your suit, you was in trouble. Because the power was not in the physical body, the power was in the super suit. And when you put the suit on, ain't nothing could touch you. Are y'all with me? Do you know why we're failing in America today? Because we're trying to get the job done without the suit on. If they would have took off without the power of the Holy Ghost, they would have been miserable failures. Are y'all with me? You say, what? What, how were they energized? A, write this down. They were energized with, uh, A, with spiritual power. Spiritual power. You say, why is temple exploding with growth and is exciting the way it is? Because it's got the touch of the Holy Ghost. 
That's why we can sing a new song and it works. That's why we can sing an old song and it works. That's why we can get up here with a suit and tie on and it works. That's why we can get up here with jeans and a long sleeve shirt on and it works. Because it's not our ability. It's not our talent. It's not on the outside. No, sir. No, ma'am. It's the touch of the Holy Ghost. It is not by power. It is not by might. But it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. And I'm telling you, if there's anything that churches in America today need if there's anything that the villages in Africa need today it is a touch of the Holy Ghost listen we need to turn the TVs off we need to turn the radios off we need to take the CDs out and stop going to conferences and get in our closet and say God touch me again God give me power again God touch me with your touch again I don't want to do it without you I don't want to try it without you I don't even want to teach without you I don't want to sing without you I don't want to pray without you God give me your touch again the Bible says when the Holy Ghost fell upon them they received power I'm talking about power the word is the Greek word dunamis which we get our word dynamo and dynamic and dynamite I'm telling you that power will knock everything out of you that don't need to be there amen it's a dynamo that will just keep on running and running and running and running and running you'll have energy you didn't even know you had you'll have strength that you didn't even know you had you'll be with listen physically wore out and tired in the flesh but then the Holy Ghost will kick in and you'll be able to do things you never dreamed in a million years you could do don't go without the Holy Ghost don't try it without the Spirit of God don't attempt it without the touch of God. You need the spiritual power to get the job done. Listen, they were energized with spiritual power. B, they were energized with soul winning power. The Bible says, you shall receive power. Say that with me. You shall receive. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. So why are you getting all excited? Because I only have to do this once today. And I get to do it like I want to do it. Amen. It's hard on Sunday. Amen. I tell you what, God's been letting me do it. Amen. Soul winning power. God don't give you power so you can show off. God doesn't give us power so we can go, ooh, look at that preacher up there. Ain't he something? If that's the case, you better sit down. God doesn't give us power so we can show off our, our singing ability and, and, and our teaching ability and we can wax eloquent and show everybody how, how, how great we are and what kind of command of the English language we have. And it, it, It's not about that. If it's not to glorify God and win souls, God ain't going to give it to you. And everybody wants the touch of God. Hey, there was a man that followed them around. There was a man that followed them around and offered to pay. Offered to pay for the touch of God. They say, you don't even know what you're doing. You know, the sad thing is, is we forgot what the touch was for. It was not for our own enjoyment. The touch and the gifts of God are not, for, are not toys to be played with. They're tools to build with. God has given us soul winning power. So how in the world is them kind of people getting saved? If I could explain it, it wouldn't be right. We've got people coming everybody gave up on we got people coming we got people coming that everybody thought ain't no way that one's going to get it there's no way that one's going to change there's no way that one's going to quit what they do there's no way that one's going to come to Jesus oh but there's one thing you're missing the Holy Ghost 
Jeremiah, I'm going to have to talk about you a minute. That's my good buddy, man. We're, we're buddies. I wouldn't talk about nobody like that, but I can talk about him. Jeremiah had a ton of people praying for him because he was not going the right way. Am I right? He wasn't nowhere near. He was the kind, he wasn't looking for God, but God was looking for him. One day when he crawled in that truck with me, he didn't know there was three in there. He thought it was just me and him, but I invited another passenger. And by the time we got to Birmingham, that third passenger done got in his ear. Are y'all with me? And the Holy Spirit could do more in just a few minutes than anybody else could do the whole time. Why is God going to give you spiritual power so you can see people saved? There's no greater, there's no greater exciting thing than to sit there and watch somebody trust Christ as their personal Savior. Just out of curiosity, who's going? Y'all spread, y'all spread out here in the back. I'm telling you, when you see the change. And you, you see a face that's hopeless, and now it's got hope. When you see it go from distress to delight, there's no, there's, you can't explain it. Amen. They were energized with spiritual power. They were energized with soul winning power. They were energized with serving power. Look what I put on that. Look what I put under those notes. Look what I put there. <clears throat> if you can do what you do without the touch of the Holy Ghost, then what you are doing isn't worth doing. Let me read that again. That's tweetable, people. If I knew how to get on there, I'd tweet it. Amen. My staff fixed me up one of them tweet things, and I tried to get on there and tweet, and they wouldn't even let me on it. I couldn't remember my account, and and they couldn't remember the password. I couldn't remember nothing. Amen. So there'll be no tweeting tonight. Amen. If you can do, read it with me. Read. We we all need to get this. If you can do what you do without the touch of the Holy Ghost, then what you are doing isn't worth doing. Am I right? right listen they were energized with serving power then lastly quickly quickly number three first number one let's 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 go over these again real quickly number one they were how many y'all realize you're a deputy you're a deputy number two they were not only deputized number two they were okay they were energized number three watch this then they were chastised they were chastised. You say, why were they chastised? Man, I thought they had it They had it going on. The same reason that God's going to deal with some of y'all tonight. The Bible says, when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfast, and I will have to say this, if I saw a dude leave this earth and float up into the sky, 
I'd have to say that would get my attention. Are y'all with me? Am I right? And this just proves a point. This just proves a point how easy this could happen. I want you to see this. Watch this. It says, when they had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, two angels. Watch what they say. Which also said, ye men of Galilee. What's the question? What are you doing? Why stand you gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. You know what? That let me translate that. Your daddy's coming home. How many of y'all had a parent tell you? See, I had one. My mama would beat me first, and then daddy would beat me when he got home. And when me and my brother would be cutting a fool, you know what she'd say? Your daddy's coming home. Your daddy gave you instructions. Your daddy gave you something to do. And y'all were over here. What happened? Why'd they get, why'd they get chastised? Write this down. Write this down. A, they got distracted. I never meant to not clean the yard. I just kept getting Am I right? I'd make a good lawyer. I was never guilty. I just got. Let's see if we can apply this. See, here we are. They've already been commissioned. They've already been deputized. They've already been given the Great Commission. They've already been given what, they, what, what Jesus told them to do and what, what their instructions were. And here they are. They simply got, they didn't mean to, they didn't plan to, it wasn't in their schedule. Something incredible happened, something interesting happened, something different happened, and they just got, how many people are going to hell because we got distracted and forgot our job? How many people do we work with every day? should have already heard the gospel, but we just got we got distracted with our jobs. We got distracted with our problems. We got distracted with, hey, you can get distracted with good things, but you still get distracted. They said, what are you doing? Why are you standing gazing up into heaven? Why, what, what, what are you, don't, you, don't you remember what Jesus said? Listen, because they got distracted, B, they got delayed. They got delayed. Now, now <clears throat> say this with me. Say this with me. Delayed obedience. Is disobedience. Say it with me. Delayed obedience. I say it, then you say it. Let there be a delay, all right? Delayed obedience is 
disobedience. He said, what are you doing? How many of y'all know, how many of y'all know we don't have time to get delayed? I can't tell you how many times I had good, I had, I had good intentions to tell somebody or call somebody or, or go by and see somebody and, and I got distracted and I got delayed and something happened and I never got the chance. And I can't tell you how sickening that feels inside. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? How many times you say, boy, I wished I'd have made that phone call, or I wished I'd have made that visit, or I wished I'd have went and, oh, my goodness. What's the point, preacher? The point is we know what our job is. We're ambassadors. We're deputies. We're, we have been left behind to finish the job. We have been left behind to fulfill what Jesus did. Uh, listen, we have been left behind. We are the body of Christ filled with the Holy Spirit to continue the job that he did while he was here in the flesh. Let's not get distracted let's not delay if you know somebody needs to hear it tell them that person you've always been thinking about man I need to get them in church I need to witness to them I need let's quit delaying and let's do our job amen I want to do this I want every head bowed and every eye closed brother Sam I want you and the team to come I want you and the team to come and I want to pray over y'all. And then if you want to give the, 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 the things out after we pray, would that be, is that how you're going to do that? I want all the team to come. Just center up right here. Just center up right here. And you can kneel or however you want to do it, stand. And I, I'm going to ask all those that will, from our church, whoever's church is, whoever's represented here, I, I want y'all to come and just kind of gather around them and pray. We're going to kind of gather around them and pray and ask the Holy Ghost to touch them. They're going to face discouraging times. They're going to face scary times. They're going to face things in their life. And I want you to gather around. Now, listen, we're not, we're not just praying for this team. We're all on the team. We're all on the team. We all have a responsibility. We all have a job. And that's to get the gospel to every creature. Father, in Jesus' name, we come before you and we're, 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 we're facing the challenge that's before us standing up to our responsibility in the job that you have given us to get the gospel to every creature God get the gospel to every creature we can't be selective we can't be prejudiced we can't, we can't let our preferences overrule the principle of getting the gospel to every creature God I pray that you'll be with this team as they have sacrificed they have committed, they have worked they have labored, they have sweated they have toiled Lord, to simply have the privilege of sharing the gospel with somebody who's never heard. Simply for the privilege of, of encouraging a national pastor who's been discouraged. They're going to come from everywhere. God, I pray that you'll bless every meeting. I pray that you'll bless every single conference night. I pray that you'll bless every class. I pray that you'll bless the women. Lord, as they're teaching the women over there, I pray, God, that you'll give them every word to say. I pray it won't be difficult. I pray it won't be a, a, a task. I pray that it will be easy to do. I pray that you'll give them every word to say. I pray that you'll anoint them with the Holy Ghost. I pray that you'll anoint every single team member. I pray that you'll guide and direct. I pray that you'll honor and bless. God, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll move on this whole church. 
I pray that you'll move on every saved child of God in this place. Let them see their job. Let them see how important it is. Let them see that we have a responsibility to get the gospel to every creature. Not just in Uganda. Not just in, in Germany. Not just in South America. But in Holly Pond. We need to get the gospel to every creature in Vinemont. We need to get the gospel to every creature in Hansville. We need to get the gospel to every creature in Battleground. We need to get the gospel to every creature in West Point and Bethel. Oh, God, help us to fulfill our responsibility here where we are missionaries, where you have placed us and ordained us to bear fruit. God will praise you and will thank you. You're worthy of our praise. Lord, before we dismiss this prayer, we want to just take a moment to praise you. You're worthy of our praise. You're a wonderful God. You're a mighty God. You're a, you're a saving God. You're a precious God. You're, you, Lord, you are wonderful. Nobody can be compared to you. Nobody can be likened unto you. You are glorious. You're majestic. Lord, you're loving and you're kind and you're merciful and you're long-suffering. And we praise you. Oh, God, we praise you. <coughs> we glorify and we magnify your name. God, we love you tonight. In Jesus' holy name, in Jesus' precious name. And all God's people said, and all God's people said, amen. All right. I want you to find your seats. Everybody but the team. Let the team just remain where you are. How many of y'all, how many of y'all are going to help me pray every day from the point they leave to the time they come back? All right, all right. Fulfill your obligation. You see, this is not just a separate group that's going. They are an extension of you. You're the body of Christ. They are the body of Christ. Are y'all with me? And listen, you're here to support here so they can do what they do over there. Amen? Well, we're going to dismiss. And I want, you to, I want you to do this. If you can, take a second, take a moment, and before you leave, let one of them know. Just come shake their hand and say, hey, my name